Welcome back to another episode of the Hey What's Up podcast. I'm your host, Emerson Contreras, and thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, so there's been a little bit of a change of plans for this week. Um, I was actually supposed to upload the second part of my conversation with one of my closest friends, Daniel. Uh, this week, uh, we had spoke for about an hour and 40 minutes. I know I mentioned it last week, so I had to cut it off. I know you guys weren't going to listen to a two-hour podcast. Um, so I uploaded the first part of my plan was to upload the second today. But, I mean, in lieu of what, what's happened this last week, I just, um, you know, I just didn't feel right to post that part as if nothing had happened um, since then. So please bear with me, and at some point I'll get that uploaded, assuming, you know, nothing else goes wrong in 2020. Um, but thank you so much for um, joining me today. Um, you know, I just want to go on and address, you know, I mean, one of the biggest news stories um, that's going on right now in our country, and that's the Jacob Blake shooting that happened last week. <sighs> man, it's just like, man, you you think, you think after, like, everything that's been happening for the six months, when we talk about Ahmaud Arbery, um, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, um several other individuals whose names don't come to mind right now at the moment. Um, Like, you know, cops would chill a little bit, right? Like, they're just like, damn, like, all right, let let me make sure I exhaust every single option that I have before I just go and I just shoot someone, right? You're like, man, I just can't, I I can't, like, just at the very least, at at a very selfish thing, right? Like, outside of, like, you know what, maybe I, like, me shooting somebody might end their life, and that's a permanent decision, you know, and I gotta be 100% sure, besides, you know, the good thing, but at the very least, you're like, man, this probably doesn't even look good, right? Now, maybe I should chill a little bit, and I know a lot of people are gonna say, hey, well, there's a lot to that video, you know, he possibly had a knife, or I think it may have been confirmed by the DOJ that he had. An, I don't remember, um, but I they allegedly had a knife at the time. Um, had been tased. Had been tried to be restrained by like gosh, I, don't know, I forget how many police officers in that video. I know for sure two were chasing him around the car. And then you know, I mean, I know it's a tough situation, right? But like this man, first of all, was trying to break up a fight. And between two women, and that's why he got put in that situation. The cops come, and then I, I don't know um, what ended up happening where they got to the point where they wanted to arrest him. I think it may have been that he had a warrant, or I'm for sure he had a warrant, um, but I don't know if they were trying to arrest him because he had a warrant at the time or if there was something else. I'm not too clear on those details. This is the frustrating part about all this, right? It's like, it's like it seems like only a, a perfect human has the right to not be killed by police, like, oh, okay, they'll bring up this guy's history and say, oh, well, he did this and that, but it's, it's, so, so, as if somehow that justifies his man getting shot seven times in the fucking back at point-blank range as an officer holds him back by his shirt, like, it's just, I, I don't even know, man, like, I, I just go through a swing of emotions constantly, it's like, uh, I'm upset, I'm frustrated, I'm angry, I'm sad, and I get back to mad and frustrated and annoyed, it's like, Come on, man. I, like, like I don't care if this man was a perfect person or not. It doesn't matter. Everybody's due, everybody's due due process. Even if he was a, a piece of shit person, he was awful. Like, I'm not saying that he is or he isn't, right? But even if that's the case, like, everybody's due their day in court. Let the justice system decide what the punishment is. But, like, I'm tired of all these crimes that aren't <laughs> punishable by death being, you know, carried out by police officers. Right, and I understand, hey, as a cop, you're like, why he's running to the car? Why is he going to the car? Why is he going to the car? Look, I don't know why he's going to the car. People assume that it's because he was trying to get a knife and, and do something to the officers. But my thing is, I mean, 
Maybe, but it doesn't make sense, right? Because the first, the report is that he was outside and already had a knife. So then did he have two knives? Did the cops take one and then he he was going to pull another one out the car? But even then, now the presumption is that he's going in the car. And you're like, oh, well, he should have listened. He should have listened to commands from the officer. But my thing is, like, in my opinion, I don't know. I'm not an expert. But just from looking at that video, it looks like the cops could have done a, a bunch more. Like, when he starts walking towards his car... Like, the cops within, like, two feet from him. Two of the cops. My thing is, if, if you're truly scared that he's about to go grab something, tackle him. Like, literally grab him and tackle that man to the ground. But you let that man go all the way around the door, go all the way around the car, go to his passenger seat door, open it. Apparently, he was reaching for something. I don't know exactly what that is. Right? And then the cop just unloads seven bullets into the guy's back. Right? Like my 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 thing is like okay why why doesn't why didn't he just tackle him? If he's scared he's gonna go do something. Why not tackle the guy? He's like two feet in front of you. Grab like you have you he does enough to grab him by the shirt. Well he's pointing a gun at him, but him and his buddy can't tackle and wrestle the guy to the ground. And maybe that would have looked bad too. But fam, you shot this guy seven times and he's paralyzed. Maybe maybe he won't ever walk again. And, and thank God that he's alive. I mean, fuck, shot him right in front of three of his kids in the backseat of his car. I mean, he's not a perfect human. He has a history. He has a past. Doesn't mean you can just straight up just shoot somebody seven times in the back with, with like... Like, ah! Like, we gotta understand that, like, these decisions are permanent, like, we're lucky this man isn't dead. Like, I don't know how he got shot seven times in the back and, and didn't pass away. It's just, man, it's just tough seeing this again. Like, I, I just, and, and, and the thing that also infuriates me is then you go and see all these videos of different interactions with the cops, right? And it's a bunch of white guys talking shit to the cops, being aggressive. There's literally a video of this cop being charged by this guy with this long blade. And the cop doesn't pull out his gun. Somehow the guy gets to walk away. I saw this video today of this police officer being tackled, like picked up and slammed by this dude who's like probably twice his size. And that guy doesn't get shot and killed. So my thing is 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 not that I want I don't I want these white criminals, perpetrators, whoever they are, right, to also be shot. But the thing is okay, if it's gonna be a little bit more difficult. For you to do your job, like, okay, I might have to tackle this dude. I might have to wrestle with this dude. But there's three officers. I got other buddies with me. They'll be able to help me out if shit goes really bad. And at that moment, he wasn't. He didn't have a weapon on him. He hadn't gotten in his car yet. But it just seems to me like like that same, I don't want to say, is grace the right word? That same that same freaking room, room for error that they give these other people who are attacking cops and being violent towards cops and threatening cops? Like, I, I feel like that isn't given towards people of color and black people in particular in this country. I, I don't know, man. It's just like, I, I feel like there's always another option. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the answer to this is, right? I don't, I don't know if the answer to this is more training, getting rid of cops. Maybe it's a myriad, getting rid of bad cops. You know, putting resources towards other programs that can still help the community so cops don't have to sit there and have to deal with every single matter like a cat being stuck in a tree and also somehow, 
you know, dealing with domestic abuse cases, like, like, the cops shouldn't have to be dealing with all the range of things, right? Like, sometimes the training that they have as police officers don't set them up to be successful to deal with all situations that they arise, that are, may arise throughout a day, you know? Like, hey, if it's if it's a person who's suicidal, like, maybe you need, like, some sort of mental health care professional to go instead of a police officer to try to deal with that. Right? And just things like that. I don't know, man. It's just... It's just tough to see again, man. And um, and then people were upset. And this is another thing I saw. You know, players decided to um, the NBA players and and people in in baseball teams decided not to play. They decided to I don't know boycott's the right word. That's the word they use. But I'll just say they decided not to play um, because of what had happened with Jacob Blake. Um, They decided not to play. They just thought, you know, hey, you know, we have some sort of platform here. We have some sort of power. If if we decide not to play, people are going to notice and they're going to pay more attention. And maybe they'll listen to what the hell is going on. You know, even though we've had George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and all these things happen over the last six months, maybe, 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 maybe we, there's still more that we can do. And I guess there's always more that we can do. Um, but people were giving these athletes so much shit, man. I don't understand. I don't understand why. Like, oh, these people are spoiled. And babies are so entitled to everything. Fam. I, I hope some of you understand out there that the majority of, of, of wealthy black people in this country are athletes. Maybe not even the majority, but a large part of visible, rich black people in this country are actors, entertainers, comedians. Athletes, music artists, like they 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 come from these situations, right? A lot of these people, a lot of these athletes who are rich now, they came from poverty. They they weren't shielded from all this racist bullshit by money or status or fame as kids. They did. They weren't. They are now, maybe a little bit, a lot more than they were when they were kids, right? Because money. Money makes people respect you, but I, it's, you've also seen that, hey, just because you're a rich athlete doesn't mean that you're safe for all this stuff. We saw the player from the Bucks and what, uh, Thabo Cephalosha, I think he was playing for Utah at the time, I don't remember, got beat up by cops in New York. Actually sued them, they injured him, they broke his leg or something like that, because they, they thought he was somebody else, right? So they've experienced this. You know, people sit here and say, oh, they're richer athletes. They, what racism do they have to endure? Yeah, maybe LeBron James doesn't have to deal with some super crazy racism. Like, somebody wrote some fucked up shit on his uh, house in Brentwood, which is fucked up, right? But he doesn't have to endure the same thing that that a uh, average black person has to deal with in this country. Not saying that what he has to deal with is easy either, right? I'm sure he gets a bunch of fucking shit. I know people probably say a bunch of crap to him. They'll say, oh, well, what the fuck they got to worry about? Yeah, but just think about the the athlete who isn't, who may be making millions and may be known to sports fans, but aren't known to the majority of the country. Like, they're just random black people to some people. And they'll treat them like shit because they're black. And they have to deal shit with shit from the police because they're black. So, 
I don't understand why people sit here and criticize these athletes for speaking up. Even, let's just say, even if it's true, let's just say that because they're athletes, because they're millionaires, because they're famous, because they're all celebrities, and they're doing way better off than the majority of, than the average person in this country, right? That that's, that, that somehow removes them from the equation of racism. They still have family who have to deal with this shit. They have friends. They have people in their community who've experienced this. They may have experienced this as kids, growing up teenagers. And all of a sudden, they got to forget about them? No. They're using whatever privilege that they have, using their platform that they have to speak up for those people who can't speak up for themselves. And I don't get how people don't get that through their head. How they don't understand. That they're like Colin Kaepernick, he took a knee, he said, I'm not standing up for myself. He's like, I'm lucky to be making millions in the NFL. But there are people who don't have money, don't have the celebrity, don't have the cachet. They have to deal with this fucking bullshit. So what the fuck would I look like to sit here and pretend like none of this shit's happening because it's not happening to me anymore. Or doesn't happen as often as me anymore. Or because I'm making millions. Fuck that. Look, personally, on a small scale, I feel the same. Look, I, I got lucky. Yeah, I put in some work, but I feel like I got lucky making it out of the neighborhood that I that I went to. Going, going to a school that wasn't the greatest. You know, not having the resources at home, both monetarily, both experience-wise, to be as successful as the people that, that may have gone to a school 30 minutes up the road from me. Who had parents who went to college, who great-grandparents went to college even, perhaps, who have money, who can call home if they have a $500 bill. Like, I didn't have any of that. But I still remember all the kids from my high school who I went to school with, who possibly were just as smart as me as not smarter, who got cut up in the wrong shit. And I'm like, I got to go back and give to my high school. I got to go back and talk to the kids in my high school. I got to go back anytime the recruiter from, from my university brought kids from my high school, from my district, to campus, whatever it was, I was there. If I had to skip a class, I was there. If I had to miss work, I was there. If it was the last minute thing, I was there to talk to the kids. If he said, hey, I have something going on in Houston. Do you mind coming down? I was there. I was there. I came to my high school. I talked to the kids. Give, share as much little privilege as I have. Whether it's just have gone through the fucking college, college fucking application process. I felt it was my responsibility to give back. Even though somebody may say, oh, well, you go to college. You're doing great. Like, I can't forget about those people. What kind of a piece of shit would I be if all of a sudden, oh, I'm good. Fuck everybody else. That's ridiculous. That's fucking ridiculous. So people want athletes to do this? Somehow they're ungrateful? How are they ungrateful? We sit here and act like these athletes just got here by luck. Like they got lucky to go to the NBA. No, these motherfuckers work hard. They bust their fucking ass. And you may sit there and see an athlete. He may be a bench player. Whether it be for baseball, basketball, WNBA. Whatever it is, right? <laughs> the last person on that bench, in that dugout, will spank 90% of the population. Will drop 50 on you at the gym. Easy. And you're there clowning them because you got a DMP. So somehow, I don't understand why athletes 
all of a sudden aren't aren't allowed to stand up for what they believe in. But everybody else is. Everybody else is allowed to. If you if you somehow have money, if you somehow have celebrity fame, you're not allowed to talk about oppression. You're not allowed to talk about discrimination. Even though they say, hey, man, I'm blessed, I'm lucky, I may still have to deal with some shit, but I'm really speaking up for those people who got less than me, who don't got a voice, who don't got money, who don't have the resources to say something, who when they say something, people don't give a shit about. Hey, so I'm lending my, my, my microphone to them. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to champion for them. I'm going to make sure that they're not forgotten about. So you know what? Yeah, it sucks that we didn't have sports for two days. And, and for the NBA and for baseball, they some teams um, did the day before Jackie Robinson Day. Others did on the day of Jackie Robinson Day. Um, so I applaud them, man. They don't owe us anything. This is another thing. We as sports fans are fucking entitled. We feel like we're entitled to everything. We sit there and we talk shit about athletes and, and celebrities. They're so entitled. Why is it why they're so fucking baby spoiled brat? Motherfucker, you're a spoiled brat out here crying because there's in basketball for a day. Um what? Get your shit together, man. Like for me, no sport is more important than the lives and lives of people. None of it. None of it. Not once. Fam, if we could somehow Cure racism in this country? If we got rid of every single fucking Houston sports franchise, and y'all know how much I love the Texans and the Rockets and the Astros, even the Dynamo, right? Because you guys seen the shit I put up with as a sports fan in my fucking 20-something years of life. Not much success. And I love and I ride for these teams, and it affects me emotionally (laughs) sometimes, right? Makes and breaks my day, my week, my month, my year. (laughs) I'll give all that shit up tomorrow. No, right fucking now to put an end to all that bullshit, all the racism, all the oppression, fam. I would. Dude, fucking sports are like, like, like sports are like the last thing. Like we think about um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Like you have safety, you have food. I forget, I forget the freaking six levels or five levels. It's been a long time since I took psychology one-on-one, right? But, like, sports are, like, the very top of that. Like, after you got everything else, then you start putting resources to sports. So I applaud these athletes for standing up and speaking up for what they believe in. I don't know how you can sit there and criticize them. And, I mean, you can disagree with them. I don't know why you disagree with them. I mean, you see the videos. But even then, disagree. Like, you know what? I don't agree with what they're saying. But to sit there and criticize them for doing it, I think, is ridiculous. I mean, another thing that happened over the weekend, um, this one, this one, this is another thing, man, that just, just really hit home for me, man, um, speaking of Jackie Robinson Day, um, Chadwick Boseman passed away, um, I think it was, us Friday night, at least that's when we got the news, oh, man, that was, that was really tough for me, I was actually hanging out with a friend, we had just, um, finished grabbing dinner, um, and we're just sitting down talking about life, and, and what's going on, what's going on with us, um, and then my girlfriend texted me, she's like, hey, is it true what happened to the Black Panther actor, and I was like, oh, man, this is probably some fake story that somebody put out, and it just went viral, and, um, I googled, I googled Chadwick Boseman, and, um, there's the headline, dead at the age of, passed away at the age of 43, um, due to, Colon cancer, man, and it's just, it was uh, shocking. I think we'd all agree it was, um, 
very unexpected. It wow. Um, even now thinking about it, it it it, it kind of feels like the Kobe news. I remember looking at Instagram and I was going through stories and somebody had reposted a story from I think TMZ that he had died in a helicopter accident. I'm like, man, that's 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 kind of an outrageous way to die. Like, no way Kobe's dead. And you start looking and reading, and you're like, holy shit, this is real. Because, you know, these, I mean, Kobe was a larger-than-life figure, right? A legend. Um, regardless of how you feel about him and, you know, the allegations he had, like, he was a larger-than-life superstar. Man was only 43 years old, had just retired from the NBA a couple years ago. You know, he was a, he was a global superstar. And like, man, no fucking way. And, you know, it probably took me a week until I, like, really started accepting that he was gone. And it just feels the same with Chadwick. Just so surreal. Like, I just saw this man a year ago playing Black Panther in Endgame. Man looked like, man looked like, no, he was in amazing shape. You know, I remember watching Black Panther, what, four years ago now? No, two years ago, 2018. And he was in Civil War in 2016. And just think, oh, man, that's fucking badass. Amazing. This guy got a bright future ahead of him. And uh, he was 43 years old. He never looked that old. Man, looked like he was 30-something. Um, But the reason, the reason why it hit me particularly hard was because actually... um. On Friday, earlier that day, it was like midday, I was uh, looking up clips from the movie 42, um, the story about Jackie Robinson and when he first uh, joined the MLB and integrated baseball, was the first African-American player in base in Major League Baseball. You know, I mean, I remember watching the movie when it first came out, I think six years ago, a long, long time ago. Not a long, long time ago, but a while ago, about Back when I was in high school, I want to say. I don't remember exactly. Um, but I really love that movie. Like I said, I, I played baseball growing up. I love baseball. And, you know, the story of Jackie Robinson is a very powerful one. You know, all the shit that he had to go through. So, I mean, Chadwick Boseman really brought that character to life for me. Um, and, ever, and since that moment, since watching that movie, he became one of my favorite actors. And and when I found out that, that he got cast to be Black Panther in Civil War, I thought that was fucking amazing. I was like, holy shit, I know that guy. He's awesome. He's going to be great for this. Um, so I was watching clips from that movie just because it was Jackie Robinson Day. And it just felt so weird that, you know, a little over eight hours later, he had passed away. But we got the news that he passed away. And um, I actually started to cry. Um, it just uh, it just was weird. I don't know. I mean, I guess I, I don't have... I don't have many favorite actors, right? I, Chadwick Boseman had always been one of them. So was um, John David Washington, uh, Denzel Washington. Uh, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. I mean, Edward Norton. Like, these are the guys who I like. I watch and I enjoy, enjoy watching their films or TV shows, whatever it may be. Um, so I don't know, man. I feel like this is the f- like this year has really been the first time where there have been like celebrities. That passed away, and, like, it's really affected me. I mean, other other people, I mean, rest in peace. Um, 
and you know prayers for their loved ones right but it never really affected me you know in any way it never really took me by surprise i'd say you know i didn't stop and say holy shit that's wild you know it didn't change my mood or energy but i mean these two really did um but the thing about chadwick man that night i spent on twitter just you know all the outpour of love and and, and affection and appreciation and admiration and respect and tributes to chadwick um Man, you see how much he impacted people's lives. I mean, particularly his his portrayal of Black Panther, man. I, I remember when that movie came out. Like, dude, that was amazing seeing all the people hyped up at the theater, particularly black people. I, I remember a, 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 a family sitting in the row behind us, and they were so excited. They were with their kids, and I think the grandma was there. And, and, and it was about six, seven, eight, eight uh, people all sitting together, man, just hyped up. I mean, look, and I'm a big Marvel fan, but it just, I could tell it meant something different to them. Um, so for me, whenever I saw fucking jackasses like Ben Shapiro, like try to downplay Black Panther and, and try to say, oh, why why does Black Panther matter? Um, why does Black Panther matter? Uh, the Blade came out like 20 years ago, and he was actually the first black, black uh, superhero. Oh, my God. Just to shit on something that people love, like, like after seeing Chadwick pass away and actually watching some videos, um, of from people reaction to Black Panther, like, like you see how much that movie meant to people. Whether you liked it or not, whether Ben Shapiro gave a shit about it or the movie, movie stuck with him or he thought it was good, why sit there and go out of your way to shit on something that that is more meaningful than a movie to somebody? You know, that gives gives somebody a superhero that looks like them, that makes them feel good about themselves and makes them believe in themselves, right? Like, I just, I never understood that, man, but Chad, Chadwick did that. He did that. That man, like, will forever be remembered for that. And it just like damn, like it was tough. And and the thing is, this man for four since twenty sixteen for four years was battling colon cancer, stage four colon cancer, I believe. And nobody knew, nobody had any clue. I don't know how many people he told, but must have not must have been his family and maybe a few close friends. I don't know. I'm just speculating because it never got out. Never got out. This man. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know what's going on through his mind. I don't know what happened. But my thing is, he heard it. He heard that it was going to be tough. Maybe they didn't know what the what the chances of that he or the chances of survival or how much time he had left. But he made sure to take advantage of of every day that he had. He had because he didn't know how many more he had left. And that's just inspiring, man. This man was in fantastic shape. Became a superstar. You know, it's going to go down in history. I mean, just take out Marvel movies, right? Just take off all the Black Panther portrayals they did. I mean, 42 is an amazing movie. You know, he's also in uh, Give It All Up. Portraying James Brown, I believe. And also Thurgood Marshall. Like, this man has had a profound impact. 
on the African American community here in the United States and, and abroad for sure, man. So I mean, I'm I'm taking this one hard. It's just more shit to add on to 2020, you know. Um, I don't want to say hey, like I can't wait for 2020 to end, because it's not like the calendar is gonna flip. It's gonna be you know January 1st. 2021 and somehow all our problems are going to disappear that's not how it works and that's the way we like to think about it oh it's a fresh start but you know those things carry over um so here's to hoping that things get better soon and uh 2020 is a little less tragic than i mean 2021 is less tragic and i mean the rest of the year is less tragic than what we've experienced these first um eight months so rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman, man. You never know how much you meant to me and to millions, if not <laughs> billions of other people around the world. You'll be missed, man. You'll be missed. I don't feel like it'd be right to talk about all this stupid shit that I always talk about, the unimportant crap, with everything else that we've touched on today. So with that... Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hey What's Up podcast. I appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week and, you know, making it through the podcast. I really appreciate it. It means a lot. If you have the chance, make sure to share the Hey What's Up podcast with your friends, family. I don't know, anybody who you think might enjoy it. <laughs> or maybe somebody's just bored. They need a way to kill 30 minutes or 40 minutes, whatever it may be. Um, hope that you share that with them. Like, subscribe, comment, whatever it is on your platform. I appreciate you guys listening to the to this each and every week uh, means a lot um i don't know maybe i'll do another podcast this week to talk about some of the stupid shit and <laughs> unimportant crap but just didn't feel right after this well thank you so much guys and hope you have a great rest of your day